come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good morning, everyone, and happy Halloween. And what could be a better show than having it be hosted by one of the walking dead themselves? And that, of course, <laughs> is me. It's good I to see Ron, you up, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm Ron Kolick, and, of course, joining me is Professor Lou Velasi. How are we doing? Well, figure I haven't. I need a haircut so bad. I'm going to start going to put a ponytail in a minute. Oh, uh, great ponytails. Nothing like them. Uh, yeah, right. Yep. Uh, I need a shave, and mm-hmm. my fingernails are way too long. I may start painting them. So yeah, I'm in. Uh, I'm one of the Walking Dead. And but you've I, been and, out. Yeah, I've lost weight on top of it. So how could you lose weight? You didn't have any weight to lose. Exactly. Yeah. So it makes it even harder to heal when I don't have the body fat. See, one of the one of the things usually when I get ill or something, I eat like a pig because my body requires. Uh, energy to heal and uh i don't have a lot of body fat on me i don't yeah. carry a lot of body fat so that's uh that's my problem for those who don't know anyways what what, what I'm, we're talking about is about uh the beginning end of uh, august i hurt my back really bad ended up in uh out of the picture for four weeks uh th- first two or three it was in bed couldn't even get out of bed however um I healed well enough uh, to get around, and I did uh, the events when Steve Parsons came over, and then uh, it was at the end of his uh, visit here, as I think we had four days left, and we had planned all the fun for ourselves. Uh, I decided to take my lovely wife at the beach, because we stay at the the beach, Mm -hmm. and uh, did a little walk on the beach, and that did it, and it just totally wiped me out again. I hurt myself again, and now it's been about three weeks since I'm recovering. I'm up and around a little bit. Uh, crutches are gone. Um, got a cane, but that's mostly just to balance myself. If I will see yeah. the problem too, is when you, when you figure it, uh, the amount that I've missed is that my muscles become a lasagic too. So they don't yeah. give me the support I need as well. So, so anyways, the on the beach, huh? it was the sand that did it. Uh, yeah. I didn't know how you re-injured it. Love. I hate love. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that'll do it. Jan's favorite, my favorite thing, walking the beach. So whatever yep. that did it but that it is healthy for you though that shouldn't hurt you that should be healthy no uneven ground and, and it's just yeah. like a sciatica which is if you never had it by far i mean i've had a lot of things in my life and i mean a lot of things you know types of surgeries and everything else cut my fingers off and uh yeah every everything and uh this by far is the most painful experience i've ever had in my entire life and i play hockey i'm no sissy trust me yeah but uh you know a sciatic is bad, yeah. When it totally took me out in pain, uh, where I cry out loud, then that's pretty bad. Like I said, um, I had a new injury this year. I had an IT band injury. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but what the hell is that? Yeah, it runs from your hip, the back of your hip, all the way down the outside of your thigh and around your knee. And it is just like, it's like hurting your back. It's like you can't do anything without aggravating. Oh, hell out of it. It, was, it was brutal. It's you know, one of those assists to get up and down from a, a bed or a sitting position. You know, it's it's always so easy. Like, you know, we, we think about some of these athletes and they're getting million dollars and everything else. And, uh, you know, one are always like, he's got what, turf toe? It's like, turf toe? What the hell is that? You're getting $14 million and you you got a turf know, toe. Right? But unless you have it, you really don't know what it's like. You right. Know? I guess it's but, very painful. Yeah, plus they have to do a lot more than we have to do, so. They need to be in better shape. I no, mean, I they, they can't do a lot. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're not throwing picks like uh, like Mac Jones or anything like that. So, yeah, only one. <laughs> well, hey, only one that counted. Yeah. What, what, all right. So, Mister Down on the Patriots. Uh, How can you not be? <laughs> you well, let me put it this way. Yeah. Do you realize they have a better record than the Tampa Bay Bucks? The they Green do. Bay Packers, the Los Angeles Rams, the That's LA true. Raiders. That's true. Now, 
it is. It's 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 yep. the strangest year I have ever seen. All the all the teams that were supposed to be the uh, uh, Super Bowl favorites are like tanking, except for uh, Kansas City and uh, Kansas City had roughness, but Kansas City and Philadelphia. It tells you. Are you having the same kind of uh, joy in Tom Brady's problems that I'm having? We get, it, it's like it's just part of being a New Englander. You just love it when other people suffer. I don't know what it is. But I'm enjoying uh, the hell out of it. All I say is, oh, how the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 by, quite frankly, it's not a question whether Bill can win without Tom or Tom can win without Bill. The question is, can Tom win without Gronk? <laughs> That's true. Or Giselle. <laughs> Giselle. Anyway. Tom, I don't wish ills on anyone, but you know, you made your own bed laying it. Oh yeah, no, exactly. And he's not doing himself any favors either no, on top of that. But no, yeah. he he sold us down the tank in his last two years here. So yeah. You know, he should have done his job, done it well, and then could have went off in his own merry way, but he didn't. Anyway, all right, enough of us other stuff. Let's get it is Halloween. Halloween. The ghosts of quarterback past. <laughs> yeah, the quarterback. That's a good point. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, so there's lots of um, traditions around the world, right? Yep. About Halloween. You know, we know ours, which is a huge holiday here. Some people like it better than Christmas. Uh, oh, I do. I like almost everything better than Christmas. So. I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanksgiving is up there. Yep. Only because of the turkey. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Give me yeah, a turkey. Get a nice meal on Christmas, too. Yeah, but, you know. I only get a turkey once a year, so this is my day. I Any no-gift holiday is my favorite holiday. That's all. I don't care about the gift stuff. Yeah, I really don't. It's not important. Yep. So let's look at one of your home countries because doing oh. your ancestry, you've realized that you're a part of everything in this world except uh, Swahili. But I'm sure well, you I was, up, you probably are. I was Sicilian, and we were conquered by everybody. So yeah, well, right. me and everything and everything. Yeah. yeah. So Ireland, Ireland. Yes. So Ireland has a Irish holiday tradition called Sai Sam Hayen. Does it involve alcohol? It's Ireland. <laughs> you may be wondering who started Halloween traditions that everybody knows and loves, such as trick-or-treating and dressing up. Modern day Halloween originated from the Celts. Oh I don't, I don't like calling them Celts. I like to call them Celts because okay, we have right. the Celtics. The we Boston. have the Celtics. What are we, right. the Boston Celtics? No, we're the Boston Celtics. <laughs> the Celtic nations of Ireland and Scotland. That's on New England, too. Just be wrong and run with it. That's all. <laughs> At least I admit it, right? I yeah. do what I want, you know. Uh, okay. I wasn't going to do this. But anyway, you know, I uh, if you don't like me, don't listen to me. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> But don't try to correct me if you don't like it. Too bad, you know that's that's the problem with the woke people. They they're like out of their minds. It's uh, I, I watched a, a Fluffy special. I don't know if you've seen Fluffy before, but he's that uh, Fluffy, the Mexican uh, comic. Oh yes, okay, yeah, he's a riot. He's a riot. Yeah. But he did a, a big thing in in uh, 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 Los Angeles at filled the casino. But one of the things he said, which which totally makes sense to me. It's like they go back to their old posts and everything else they've ever done, every joke they ever say. Yeah. And they want you to apologize. It. And he, this is what he said. He said, I'm not going to apologize for something I said that was acceptable at the time. And that's exactly right. You can't go back in time. If you go back in time and change what was acceptable and I'm so, that's a different story. But you can't. That was acceptable at the time. And if you don't like it, put your big girl panties on and get over it. Yeah. So you know what? It, that's you don't like it too bad, but why try it? Yeah, whatever. Good move on. <laughs> Celtic holidays, Celtic yes. holidays, Celtic Halloween. Sam, how do you say that? Sam Hayen? That's not right, right? I don't know. I say, I thought you know all this stuff. I know. I don't, I don't follow know. the guy or something, whatever the hell that thing is. The, the, the what? The podcast, the guy or Gita. Yeah, different. Thing. Here, different from Celtic, although we're finding out not so different, but that's another story. Yeah, see, I told you. Yeah. Anyways, they just steal everything from everyone. Uh, Saihian was basically a Celtic uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, the Celts, uh, the Celts began their days at sunset or at darkness, the 1st of November, 
coincided with the end of summer and the harvest season. Okay. Uh, this period of darkness marked the beginning of the new Celtic New Year. Siham mm-hmm. uh, began to, at sunset on October 31st, it was celebrated into the next day. Yeah, it's Irish, all right? Yep. <laughs> Yep. The Celts did not believe in sudden changes. Instead, life was full of transitional periods, which is true. Yep. Yeah, it really is. This is evident in their views of life and death, summer to winter, and the old year to the new year. These uh, traditional periods, uh, the veil between the worlds or the veil between the realms of the mm-hmm. living and the dead is the weakest, allowing spirits to return to earth. Oh, I see. Yeah, but that's... How, how many that's carried by a lot of people that's not just them but that's probably originated with them right but that's what halloween is all about right the veil is yeah. its thinnest yeah it's thinnest. that's what they all tell you but yeah quite frankly i don't see much of a difference i mean i've done all kinds of events all times of the year yeah i don't well I it's about it. focus right it's about attention we're paying attention to these things now ah there you go that's a good point there you go uh these ghostly spirits were both souls of loved ones and evil spirits. Ooh. Yeah. Deceased family members would be accommodated uh, by setting an extra place setting at the table. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember at the Festival of the Dead, they used to have this thing called, uh, oh, what the heck was it? The Silent Supper. And that's okay. what they would do. Yeah. They would set up a place setting for whoever you wanted to go there. And then they would, but they didn't talk, which is. I can't believe any women went to it, but that's another story. Did they pour another drink for those who aren't there? I'm sure there was. <laughs> Food and liquor. By the way, I'm Irish, so what good know, spirit, save your cards and letters. <laughs> what good spirit wouldn't like good spirit? Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but there was still menacing phantoms wandering the earth, so people dressed up as spirits and lit bonfires. The idea was that the ash of the bonfire had protective powers. The Celts would uh, put the ash on their faces and dress up as the spirits in hopes that uh, they're concealing themselves against even evil. Okay. That's pretty clever, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Trump should write that. <laughs> Not get involved with Trump, even on Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when Christianity arrived in Ireland, there you go, the Celtic festival of Siam was too popular to simply prohibit. See, this is what a Catholic is smart. People don't give them enough credit. Instead, <laughs> they believe that much of the Celtic culture they know was, ad- and not adopted, yeah. was adopted to transform well, Christian festivals. The custom <laughs> remained fairly similar, but they had a whole new religious meaning that's that's just a little, you know they're, they're pretty good uh, media people you know they yeah, have people yeah. not uh, take their liquor away why don't we serve liquor at mass good idea oh wait a minute we already do that <laughs> never mind <laughs> well, it is a marketing business so i'll probably i'll probably be excommunicated by this is over anyways <laughs> the <laughs> the irish people immigrate from the UK to North America and brought the tradition of uh, Siam with them. Uh, nowadays, Halloween is a commercial holiday, but is the essence of this wonderful holiday provided to us by the Irish. So Halloween is an Siam Irish Siam or the Irish Halloween. I'm going to call. That's what it said. Have you been wow. listening? I did not know. I'm surprised. That's why this show is so informative, because we like to teach everybody everything. I like it. Can you hear me? Yep. Lou? Oh, you're cutting in and out a little bit. Yes, okay. I can hear you. Am I cutting out? You're cutting in and out a little bit right now. Yeah, am I cutting out? Oh, there we go. Now we're better. Yep. All right. Now we're better. Might have been pulling on the cord here, so I don't know. That, that cord's a little tricky. Don't pull on the cord. October family traditions. <laughs> Oh, you go blind. <laughs> October family traditions. Where are we? We're just going to keep moving. Here. October family traditions. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 
bomb brack. You know what that is? You're Irish, right? I do not know what that is. No. No. Traditional no. Irish bread. Oh, okay. Items such as uh, maybe I've heard items it such as rings. Are... <laughs> what are you saying, Lou? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm American of Irish heritage, so <laughs> I'm not. It's not nice to fully in tune with all my heritages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> items such as rings or a coin are placed inside the bread. Whoever gets the ring will be the next person to get married. Whoever gets the coin will be rich next year. Hey, that's that a good idea. Huh? Sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. You could break your tooth on them. What does yeah. that mean? You'll be the next one to see the dentist next year. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard of that tradition, yeah. Yeah? I didn't know what it was called, apparently, but I've heard of that tradition, yeah. Old-fashioned Halloween traditions are still enjoyed in Ireland today. Siham parades take place in most major cities across the island, including Dublin and Belfast. Mm -hmm. Belfast. What's that? Did you say Belfast? I say Belfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are we done? Yes, I think so. Okay, fine. So you're probably asking, Ron, what are the Japanese doing Halloween? That's exactly what I was going to ask next. In the, in the late 90s, Japan was uh, properly introduced to Halloween when Disneyland oh, hosted its first spooky event in the country. Since then, it has become a popular event with young people who love to dress up as gruesome monsters or pop culture characters. While Halloween traditions such as trick-or-treat uh, aren't as popular in Japan, uh, what's that say? Creativity in form of costumes continue to the next level. Dressing up is definitely the main focus of Halloween in Japan, as uh, classic horror costumes and iconic characters are found roaming the street in parades, parties, and even Halloween trains, which are full of zombies, vampires, and even a few compute, confused computers, commuters. <laughs> they, can't you just see Disney bringing Halloween to Japan and Japan going, what the? We what? love this. And just taking it and running with it. You know, what's weird is that the uh, the Japanese on the whole as a culture are afraid of ghosts. Uh, when, Go ahead. Well, we're afraid of ghosts, aren't we? We ain't afraid of no ghosts. Uh, you ain't afraid of no ghosts. But we most of, most of us sane people are afraid of ghosts. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, when they, you know, to give you an idea, uh, a few years back, uh, a Japanese uh, TV production came over here and they, they followed me around and, and did a, a piece for the TV, which, which you can find, by the way, if you were one of our Patreon members. Uh, if you join Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, you yep. can uh, actually see this video along with like over 40, excuse me, over 40 others. All for a mere $3 a month. That's less than a cup of coffee. Yep. Definitely less than a tank of gas. I mean, a gallon of gas. <laughs> less than a gallon of gas, yes. <laughs> Probably about the price of a gallon of milk, maybe. Yeah, offhand, I don't know offhand. I'm buying mm -hmm. almond milk now, so. Oh, yes. That sounds about right, though. Who, how do you milk an almond? All right, that's right. <laughs> It's very tricky. So anyways, they came over here and they were like all like scared of what we were doing and everything else. And uh, uh, it's uh, it, it was it was interesting. I actually made them take pot and some stuff, which blew their minds. Yeah. They were like so nervous. It was so funny. <laughs> and if you see the video piece on Patreon, if you, Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, if you're a member, then you can see it. Like they have like audiences that review what's going on, what stuff we did. And they go, oh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, really? oh really they play it for people oh yeah it's a yeah. riot you haven't seen it you get you're a patreon maybe you can certainly yeah, I get to go see it. It. yeah yeah <laughs> but anyways so. but this yeah. just seems like a, a holiday that the japanese would run with right the japanese run with pretty much with everything yeah i mean you consider you know that i feel sorry for that country in a way why no, seriously. I mean, they were doing their own thing back the day to we went over there with our gunship. 
diplomacy and the change. You know, we came in here Western ideas down their throats and trade and all this other wait, shit. Wait, it's wait, like, wait. <laughs> so they were just doing their own thing, like bombing Pearl Harbor, their own thing. So, oh come on, we're talking about we're talking about uh, way before that, way before. Uh, uh, it, you know, maybe if we hadn't done this, they would have been fine still back in the medieval, medieval ages. Uh, this is back in, uh, way, way back before the first wall, before oh, uh, just the beginning of um, ironclads and stuff. So probably the early 1900s, we, we sent, uh, I can't remember the exact dates that, that we sent the, uh, I think it was Perry. We sent Commodore Perry to Japan oh, to open it up. Yeah, see, they were just there doing their own thing. We don't want nobody here. We don't want any. No, no, too late. Scoot. Yes, Scoot. So where to, where to blame? For this? Yeah. Where to blame for everything? You know, look at the Aztecs. They were doing a thing till the Spanish game, right? Yep. Same with the Incas. Yeah. Same with the American, the American Indians over here. Yeah. Native and Americans. Go back, keep go back farther and farther in history. Same with the Scots. The same before the Vikings came. The blah, 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 blah. It's always the way. Somebody sticks their nose in somebody else's business and the whole country goes to shit. Well, okay. Japan's That's the way it okay, is. Though. Other, than their little, other than their little hissy fit, Japan's done okay, though. It's a successful country. Now, isn't, isn't that something? Is this the killed? They killed so many American lives and everything else, and yet, like, they're our buddies now. That's the thing about Americans, you know. That's the way the world should be. Is you know, okay, let's move on. You know, let's make it better and think. Stupid Russia can't figure that out. They're like, duh, we're dead. I'm going to be Peter the Great again. Yeah, okay, Putin. Yeah. Talk about the Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that's all about, but yeah. Yeah, he's got, he's got something. Yep. Yeah. Needs a good. Never mind. Shut up. <laughs> Turn upset. All right. Putin, though. So let's let's talk about your other countries. Okay. Your favorite one, of course. What? Well, because you're uh, the United Italy. States of America. Okay. Italy. Italy. Yep. Yeah. The United States of America is the least favorite for you. <laughs> it's my favorite country. No, it isn't. If you're favorite, you wouldn't be going back in the past and digging up the. I don't want to be part of this country. I got to find out where I really no, come no, no, from. No, no, no. See, I want to find out where I come from. Most of my ancestry was about finding my history in colonial America, about finding my history in this country. That's what did you stop back? No, you went back farther. No, of course you did. Oh, no, it's just there. I mean, once you dig, it's just there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> Italy. Yes. And we're talking about Augustani. Snanti. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Is all I get for that? I don't know who that country. is. But, yeah. O G N I S S A N T I. Anti. So. Augustanti. Augustanti. Oh, you said that so good. Almost like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know who he is, but. Augustanti. That's All Saints Day. Oh, All Saints Day. Okay. Yep. Mm. On the 1st of uh, November, Augustanti or All Saints Day is celebrated in Italy. Saints and martyrs of the Christian religion, see how we get it right in there, yep. are honored on this day. In uh, the Christian calendar, every day is oh, the dedicated. Italians love their martyrs. They just love their they martyrs. They do. They yep. do. Uh, the Italian calendar, every day is dedicated to a saint or martyr in, mm -hmm. uh, in religion. And the Augustani celebrates all of them. We have already mentioned uh, there is a belief uh, that the date, of the festival is no uh, coincidence because it also comes along with uh, the Celtic or Celtic feast of Siham. One tradition in Sicily, that's your country, yeah. is that during Augustati, the dead bring sweets and gifts to children who have behaved well. Sort of like a reverse Santa Claus, huh? Yes, exactly. Well, kind of like Santa Claus, a dead Santa Claus? Sure. They just found this grave, by the way. Who? Santa Claus's grave? Yeah, Santa Claus. St. Nicholas? Santa Claus is dead. Sorry, I'm kids. just looking up the Catholic Saints calendar for today. I want to know who the saint is for today. Oh, is it me? No, it's Santa Lucia. Oh, really? Yep. Oh. Calendar of patron saints and cities in Italy. In Italy. Oh, Santa Lucia. Maybe that's... Oh, there isn't... 
Oh, yeah. There's no city attached to it, but it's Santa Lucia. Oh, that's cool. Whoever she was, he was, it was. Okay, now I got to find how, who she was. He, Boy. she, her? He, she, her. That irritates me, too. I'm seeing that on all things now. Oh, People yeah. People sign in, and then they say he, she, him, or whatever. Uh, he, 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 him. I don't know. It drives me nuts. I went to have a blood test, and I got to ask my preferred pronoun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, Lucia of Syracuse is also called Saint Lucia or Saint Lucy. It was a Christian martyr who died during the Diocletianic persecution. Oh yeah, that was a tough time. <laughs> yeah, she was venerated as a saint in the Catholic, Anglican, Lutheran, and Eastern Orthodox churches. She is one of eight women explicitly uh, commemorated by the Catholics in the Canon of the Mass. Wow. How do you like that? One of only eight women, huh? Hmm. In the canon of the mass. Yes. That's a, I mean, there were other women saints, but that's one. Yep. Trying to find out. Ooh, relics. What? Uh, surgery. I'm just reading relics, see if there's anything interesting here. Chronicle that her body lay undisturbed in Sicily for 400 years before. Farrald, Duke of Spoleto, captured the island and transferred the body to the Confinium in the Abruzzo, Abruzzo Italy. Better you than me. Saying yeah. From there, it was removed by Emperor Otto, Otto I in 972 to Metz and deposited in the Church of St. Vincent. It was from this shine that the arm of the saint was taken to a monastery <laughs> in Lutberg in the Diocese of Spire, an incident celebrated in verse. Sub, the subsequent history of the relics is not clear. <laughs> no you know that that those poor people that died, they, they like travel more after they're dead than they do when they're they're alive. I know, they, right? You know the the three wise men. You should hear their story. It's like they're okay. dug up and pushed everywhere. It's oh, like oh, wait a second. It gets better. Okay. Uh, according to Umberto Benigni. Yeah, go for it. Even a second, 768, sent relics off of St. Lucy to Constantinople for safety against the Syracian, Syracian incursions. I'm butchering this to death there. Another bad time. Oh, you're learning from me. Good job. <laughs> On the capture of Constantinople in 1204, the French found some relics attributed to St. Lucy in the city, um, secured them for the monastery in St. George at Venice. In 1513, the Venetians presented Louis the Twelfth of France the saint's head, which oh, nice. he deposited in the cathedral at the church of, church of Borg, Borges. Another account, however, states that the head was brought to Borges from Rome, where it, has been, where it had been transferred during the time when relics uh, rested in the Confinium. Parts of the body are present in Sicily, in particular Syracuse, which has preserved which has preserved them from antiquity. The remainder of the relics remain in Venice. They were transferred to the Church of Saint Jeremia. Oh my God! Yep. All right. So her just, head's traveling around apparently. Just shoot me. What? Just shoot me. It's just like the poor people after they did like Chuck. Oh, can't say. I mean, Hitler's penis is in Philadelphia. <laughs> Desecrating a body. That's not, Catholics aren't supposed to be for that, right? Oh, there's a different with the same. That's ah, a relic, I guess. Like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I, I just think it's horrendous, but that's another point. It's pretty, yeah. I mean, not that they, they didn't have PS5 or anything to occupy their time, but I mean, what are they doing moving people's heads around? I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, there's, there's relics all over. There's, there's one, one of them is, is supposed to be, uh, Jesus's foreskin. So, I mean, just, it's, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know where they come up with this stuff. I really don't. What does the shroud have to say about that? I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> uh, uh, one tradition in uh, Celtic is uh, Ghana is that uh, the dead uh, bring sweets and gifts to the children who have behaved well. Other re uh, regional traditions include children going from house to house offering prayers addressed uh, to uh, deceased relatives of the donor in return for sweet soul bread. No, oh. there you go. So they get something for it. That's totally uh, different from trick or treat. I guess it is. Which is a threat. These people yeah. are offering prayers. It's yeah. like it's like prayer caroling. Yeah, instead of the TP in the house, they pray you to death. Yeah, give me food, or I'm gonna 
do something. Wait, about we it. have that nowadays called Jehovah Witnesses. That's true. Uh, they often dress up in uh, cardboard boxes in the shape of a coffin. Oh, yeah. That's, That's what coffin. I want coming to my door. A little kid sh dressed up as a coffin saying prayers. That'd be a good costume. Mm. Kind of like that. Hey, just speaking about that, did you see the uh, the official costume of the uh, NHL? No, I did not. The little boy, uh, he's disabled. His father built him a uh, oiler's Zamboni. Oh, my God. Real good one, too. I mean, it looks real good. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, so that's official. Anyways, in Rome, people often used to eat eat a meal near the grave of a dead person to keep the deceased company. A more, you know, that's that's not a bad idea in reality, oh, right? Nice. I mean, you yeah. know, it's like going to the grave and toasting them. I mean, Ann Carrigan, uh, of course, her her family extended family, uh, her husband and all Carrigan, of course, which are all Irish to the tilt. They all go to somebody's grave and they, they bring them liquor and they drink all around it. So, yeah. Yeah, the Irish do it right. Yep. Yeah. If you want to say it, do it right. Probably get no liver left, but uh, I'm more familiar. <laughs> sit by the grave and have a drink. What's better than that? Honor the dead. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, you could say a prayer for him. Anyway, but you know, I mean, that's what. Uh, you oh, know, listen, if you, a toast isn't a toast a prayer. It depends what you say in it. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's all different forms of the same idea. Sure, a song is a prayer if you want to do it or whatever. It's just about prayer is about focusing your attention on something, right? Yeah, yeah I'll give you that. Yeah. Uh, a more familiar tradition is the carving of pumpkins into lanterns. Mm. This is in Italy. We're still talking Italy. Okay. People used to leave a lighted candle, a ooh, basin of water, and a piece of bread at the window of their house for passing dead souls. All of these Italian customers have some similar Halloween traditions, uh, though not necessarily the same uh, origin. Finally, church, bell, church bells rang out to call the souls of the dead and a table was left for them to eat. Nice. Yeah. It's kind of the empty chair type of. Yeah. Similar, right? Similar, yeah. yeah. So that's good. That's your that's your people. The uh, whatever they are. Italians. Sure. Yep. Mm -hmm. Italians and the. Uh, Sicilians. Sicilians. And the Irish. Don't forget your Irish people. I am. I'm Irish. Yeah. Italian. Just saying. All right. Got so, a couple other things mixed in there, too. So I'm sure you're asking uh, what the hell they're doing in Haiti for Halloween, right? Yes. Oh, well, that's voodoo, right? Haiti. What the Haiti are they doing? What the Haiti are they doing? <laughs> it is Fet Jedi. F-E-T, like Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. uh, G-E-D-E. -E, Celebrating what? Fet Jed. Uh, Fet Jed is the Haitian Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead, yeah. Which is an uh, annual tradition that seems uh, practitioners of voodoo parade through the streets possessed by the spirits of the dead, the Jadid. Hmm. Hmm. Jadid takes place uh, the 1st and 2nd of November, always the same time, huh? In a, in a way, uh, it, is a, to, it is a way to respect loved ones who have uh, passed on. Each uh, religion celebrates uh, Fet Jed differently. Christian religions meet at the church for a mass, of course we do, dedicated to the deceased, which is what All Souls Day. Have some wine, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the most interesting version, in my opinion, is the one of the country's state religions of voodoo, which celebrates Fet Jed in a more festive way. Fet, Fet Jed traces its origins to African ancestral traditions in the Jed shows are famously loud and extravagant. Oh. They can be seen nearly everywhere across Haiti as voodoo practitioners dress elaborately for the occasion. They dress uh, up to represent Iowa and Oowa. Iowa and Oowa. It's <laughs> I-W-A in Oh, oh, that's not Ida. So now I guess 
L-W-A and L-O-A, a subset of spirits called Jed, which means the dead. So we, we've learned that Jed means the dead. Yes. Okay. Please learn something here. <laughs> <laughs> the religious syncretism between voodoo and Christians makes it hard to estimate the number of practitioners. It's true. The, 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 very, the two of them are you know, tied together because uh, even voodooism uses a lot of Christianity in it. Uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're aware of that, right? I wasn't until this point. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'll find all kinds of religious symbols and, and saints, they, they different saints and stuff. Oh, yeah. So you remember, like, this is, once again, goes back to all the way to the beginning when we started with the Irish, that the, when the Christians get in, you know, they don't necessarily, uh, you know, they preach this stuff, but they don't kind of destroy the thing. So they kind of incorporate it in. And that's what happens to the thing. It, it, it incorporates. Sometimes it goes the other way. Sometimes it goes this way. But yeah. But it was believed as much as 50% uh, Haitians practice voodoo in some form, according to uh, Visit Haiti. Showing some pictures on the screen of the Festival of the Dead in Haiti. Oh, oh in Haiti. Okay, I was just going to say Haiti. Because yeah. not to be confused with Mexico, it's a different one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so let me put it this way. If you're the Haitian travel agency, do you promote voodooism as a tourist attraction? Yeah, sure. Why not? Really? Well, I don't know. I that's the, seems like something Americans would embrace in terms of just trying extreme, to experience. Extreme, extreme uh, what do you yeah. call it? Well, I mean, what, what do we know? Let's put it this way. You think someone from Iowa is going to go there because of it? The Haitian Voodoo Festival? And from Maybe Iowa? Goss or something in Iowa. Or somebody like from Mississippi? There is <sighs> somebody in Iowa practicing voodoo. There's, trust me, there's somebody in Iowa practicing voodoo. Somebody, one person perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you we think Baptists would go? You think fundamentalists would go? You no, think no, 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 no. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's like, okay, you're going to lose all those people. But you said there were some ties between Christianity and Buddha. Yes. Okay. Uh, the Catholic Church doesn't embrace Buddhism. Well, they don't embrace a lot of things, but that doesn't stop people. Yeah, but that other churches even... Embrace them less. Yeah. <laughs> Baptists and fundamentalists. And uh, yeah. I personally wouldn't go to Haiti to see a voodoo festival. It doesn't sound like a good time to me, but I wouldn't go to Haiti, period. <laughs> that yeah. is not on my bucket list anywhere on my bucket list. And I mean, anywhere. No really low down the list, but yeah. No, I, agree. I mean, you know, it's, I, I, there are some places I would love to go and some places I would not. Uh, and some sometimes that list may change if the, the future of this wonderful world changes. But as of now, I mean, I would love to go to Egypt, uh, but I would never go right now. Um, yeah, true. You know, there's Good certain, point. Place, yeah. certain place I would not want to go. I have no interest to go into France. Uh, no, agreed. Yep. UK, I would go. Prague, uh, some of the Slavic countries, I'd definitely go. Um, you know, Australia, I think I'd go, even though anything yes. go, everything over there will kill you. Yep. <laughs> but one of, one of the few places I'm actually interested in seeing is Australia. Yeah. Hey, really? Yeah. Oh, maybe we'll do uh, Ghost Chronicles Morning on the Road. <laughs> in Australia? In, in Australia. Live from Australia. I'm in. <laughs> uh, Voodoo Watsons are practitioners of, oh, I see that. Look at it's. V O T O, so voodoo, U W I Z C N. It's almost like a voodoo wizard, right? Yep. Voodoo, U wizard. Our practitioners of voodoo, I'm going to, you know, somebody's going to put a freaking curse on me now. And I just thought of this. I'm making fun of all this voodoo stuff. <laughs> I'm freaking doomed. Hey, there may already be a voodoo doll with a pin stuck in its back. Oh, really, for yeah, all you know. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> number of people I've pissed off, that's for sure. Uh, anyways, so predictions of voodoo each have their own uh, Jed, uh, who is the reincarnation of a close relative or friend that has come from the afterlife to live in the body 
of a voodoo wizard. I'm going to call them voodoo wizards who mm-hmm. called them, uh, called them. Otherwise, the voodoo wizard calls this. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So maybe that's what Maureen is. She's a voodooism. Maybe. Yeah. So that's kind of short term. The spirit comes and inhabits the voodoo wizard so they can. Uh, I'm trying to find out. <laughs> this transforms the spirit into a Iowa uh, by process of a ritual called calling upon the spirit. Okay. Spell Iowa, by the way. I can't. It's not spelled that way. It's spelled uh, L-W-L-W-A. L-W-A, okay. Unless it's a capital I, I can't tell. It looks like okay. L. Could be a capital I. I don't know. I just wanted That's to separate right. into my mind from Iowa. Yeah, I know. But anyway. Yep. All right. So what are we doing time-wise? You know, have you ever done anything? we got about 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, have you done anything with voodoo in any of your... Spirit quests or any of the events no, that you have? No, not really. No, not interested. No, I just never came up in conversation. Okay. You know, well, we kind of gla- like everything we do here in the states. We kind of glamorize voodoo. I mean, to an extent. Yeah, I mean it's it's heavily practiced in some areas. Yeah. Well, hey, right here in the states, right here in Massachusetts, there are voodoo. Don't you remember? It was it wasn't too long ago they they got some guy for uh, desecrating graves because he was digging up bodies for uh, pots for his voodoo things. Oh no, I didn't see that story. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he was uh, from Connecticut. It was a voodoo practice. He, he said he didn't break any laws because uh, he was practicing his religion. It was religious uh, freedom. Okay. <laughs> Not really, the way it goes. I don't quite think that, but. Whatever. So if I crucify someone in my backyard, I've got religious freedom. That's why we have uh, court systems to straighten that mess out. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got you. Speaking mm-hmm. of digging up bodies, is there anywhere on this list the uh, Festival of the Dead where people like visit their relatives? I don't know if that's a Halloween tradition. I, or it's, a such a, day. it's such a big one, but I, I just kind of let it go. Okay. Uh, it, it's actually way up in the beginning. I can slide up if you're really interested in it. I kind of, it's kind of like but, more, the most popular one. I went for the more obscure ones. But this is this actually happens where certain cultures dig up their dead and they take yes. selfies with them and the whole it's just, it's it's bizarre. It's they just, put them back. It's not like it's oh they put them back. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So they just go visit with them. They bring the kids. They they pose them with the kids and, and it's just incredible. So you want to all right? I'll read it since you said uh, please. Dia de los mos, mor, mor, mortos whatever. Dia of dead. Uh, yep. It's a holiday that's celebrated traditionally on the 1st and 2nd of November, sometimes October 31st and the 6th of November are also celebrated depending on the uh, region. Uh, Festivals celebrated all over Latin America as well as other Spanish-speaking and Catholic countries. Uh, Mm -hmm. Day of the Dead is another version of All Saints Day. See, we'll go back to that again. Uh, Halloween traditions in Mexico are overshadowed by the celebration of the Day of the Dead. It is uh, associated with Halloween, All Saints Day, and All Souls Day, uh, due to the date and name and history. Uh, the Day of the Dead is actually much less solemn and celebrated, uh, and is a celebrated holiday of joy yeah. and fun rather than in mourning. Yeah, it's not. It's not a somber. It's no. not a somber thing. It's just, there. Are, yep. Go ahead. No, it's just incredible how, uh, in different cultures and different areas we just see things so differently it's it's fascinating the other thing is you know the idea is that we can accept things which is great which is what we should be doing is you know honoring other other people's traditions and not that you know yeah try to change them or whatever. Oh, no, i don't want to send anybody down there and stop it well some people want to do this stuff but it's, you yeah. know it's whatever the puritans being christmas so what the hell gives you an idea right no, I know. Oh, in the past, yeah, everyone's tried yeah. to control. I mean, you just talked about the Catholics trying to deal with every religion out there and trying to, you know, every holiday and trying to, you know, make it their own in, it, in a way. But there's a different difference between that, though, is, is they're, they're doing it as a conversion, rather, words. other words, they're, uh, they're not losing the traditions, but they're adapting to the traditions. Otherwise, so it would be like, for instance, people who, uh, and this is, 
really not a good analogy as soon as I said it, <laughs> that used to haul barges by uh, hand uh, on, up a river versus using a team of horses. Somebody introduced horses and you could do it with things. So it's, it's kind of like the same thing, but you're just using horses. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, that was a terrible analogy. I realized yeah. that as soon as I said it. But anyway, all right, let's go back to the data and get myself okay. out of that mess. <laughs> uh, where was I hit here? Okay. Uh, there are many uh, parallels that can be drawn between Halloween traditions and the Day of the Dead celebrations, such as dressing up. Women typically dress up as Katarina or the elegant uh, skull, which I have a mask, by the way, of that. My, you know, my mask you wear for a COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have one that has the, the skull. This on. Yeah. Uh, skull, yeah. No, it has the bride and the groom of uh, the Day of the Dead on it. It's, a, oh. it's actually Day of the Dead mask. In uh, holiday, families gather to pay respects and remember the loved ones who have died. People are remembered to be in a fond, humorous tone as celebrants reminisce of funny events and anecdotes involving the departed. Oh, God, they get to go on for hours for me. <laughs> Uh, this draws para, uh, parallels between the Irish wake, <laughs> yep. which also attempts to celebrate life and with joy of the deceased. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, it gets more joyous as the bottle gets lower, too. Yeah, it does, too. The yeah. Day of the Dread tradition includes visiting the graves of departed in Calavera, a decorative skull, which is sometimes uh, edible. Oh, yeah, sugar skulls. Uh, celebrants uh, of the holiday build offering home altar for the deceased, uh, put the deceased's favorite food and beverages left uh, on as an offering. And, uh, yeah, along with decorated with pictures of the dead as well. Uh, this holiday is focused on the living uh, as friends give each other sugar candy skulls and... Uh, Pan de bois forte. It's a type of bread. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Oh, people write each other mock epitaphs yeah. as they like it. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Joke I'm tradition. Gonna start writing one for you. Yeah, do that, please. <laughs> uh, so that's a, that's a nice me. celebration. The family just getting together and just remembering ancestors. It's nice. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I don't know if I'd make their favorite food or anything, but why not? Or leave it for them. I mean, you'd make it maybe, but so in China, uh, Ten Chin, uh, this is uh, not a technical Halloween thing, but it takes place at the end of the seventh lunar month, but uh, does feel as though it deserves a spot. Uh, so this this is an interest, and I've heard about it. It's the Ghost Festival of the Hungry Ghost. Oh, uh, it's a tradition by Taoist or Maoist Taoist Taoist. How do you say that? <coughs> I'm gonna spell it T A O I S T. Tao, okay, Taoist, Buddhist, and Chinese folk religion festivals, which takes place in the 15th night, ghost day of the seventh month. In many East Asian countries, including China, Vietnam, Taiwan, Korea, Japan, Singapore, Malaysia, and Indonesia. Ghost Day is a time of the year which ghosts and spirits, including those of deceased loved ones, come out from the lower realms. Rituals mm -hmm. uh, venerated uh, perform. Uh, Ghost Day traditions include burning paper offerings, including money, uh, which are thought to be received by the dead. Other traditions include releasing of paper lanterns in a river and lakes to guide the uh, spirits to their ancestral home. It is not a spooky festival as many others. Instead, uh, they are time to remember of, of the loved ones and to bring uh, people closer together. While other Holloway traditions are not uh, about, are not more than jovial celebrations, Hungry Ghost Festival focuses on respect of the dead and easing the pain of the loss. In many cultures, butterflies and moths are believed to be the souls of the ancestors, which I've heard many times, hmm, especially yeah. Watch why I don't like killing them, who are uh, returning to visit. In other traditions, uh, the giving 
include the giving of oranges and other fruits to symbolize good luck and wealth. So they show actually a little picture here of people leaving oranges and fake money on the uh, sewage yeah. outside. This whole well, passage of earthly things to the dead, however, is interesting. I mean, it goes back where f most famously the Egyptians with their tombs and the stuff they packed with them and things like that. Yeah. In your contact, have you ever seen anyone from the other side who has any want or desire or missing earthly things? I mean, did, did they ever say, geez, I could use a few bucks over here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't never heard of that. Yeah. Uh, although I have to tell you, uh, uh an interesting uh thing that happened we're yeah we're out of time i gotta run it up and i'm losing my voice too um the red light science uh last month finally after steve left they had it and of course i couldn't do it so leslie maureen and uh, jim set it up and they did it and uh it was really interesting because they were they they did the seance and then they they were taking a little break and sitting around the table and they started talking about the, the Biden program where they forgive student loans. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden the table started moving by itself. Uh oh, yeah. It, it, what happened? It was some angry woman that was complaining because she had to pay off your loans <laughs> and didn't like the program. <laughs> wow. I didn't know it got political. And he said, evidently, <laughs> but anyway, that was, that's funny. All right, we do have to uh, go because my voice is going as well. Uh, there were some interesting ones. Maybe we'll talk about them next year. Maybe maybe next show. Who knows? Okay. All right, well, at least I'm back. Uh, you yeah. know, not looking good, but I am back, is to say the least. And uh, I want to thank you for uh, setting this up for me. And uh, thanks I'm for having you back. Me. And uh, you know, join us on uh, Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon, three bucks a month. And you get to see that Japanese video and over 40 other videos that are on there and other things. So check it out and help support the show and keep it on the air. Till then, uh, thank you very much and enjoy your Halloween and All Souls Day, All Saints Day, and whatever holiday you do celebrate. And good luck, good night, and God bless. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.